Oh, I've just remembered. Where's he Mike? He's he's in, but do you know what, boys? I'm giving him the morning off. It's, is he? Well, it's uh, it's quite it's quite early in the morning, and it is the Sabbath, yeah. so he's not meant to be working anyway. <laughs> sure. So, I don't think it's pla- ca- this doesn't classify as working. It's just an honour. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's an honour. It's an honour and a privilege. We've only got yeah. two more left. Come on. Yeah. We'll have a big one. Uh, we'll do a big one for December. Well, no, because we've got Novembers and Decembers. Yeah, two left. Yeah. He will yeah. not miss those. In fact, I'm going to try and make sure we get something special. <laughs> okay, lovely. <laughs> All right, well, it's 100 films. Yeah. Um, yes. You've, we've, we've, October's just finished. Yesterday was Halloween, as we record. Uh-huh. Pat, you uh-huh. watched Uncut Gems as your Halloween movie. Uh, as yes, as as one of them, I've actually got another one I didn't put on the list, which was uh, 1964's Marnie by Alfred Hitchcock. Oh, really? I've Tippi never seen Hedren that. And Sean Connery. Yeah, it wasn't great. Um, <laughs> was that because uh, you wanted to watch something you, uh, with Sean Connery? Yes. So last night I watched both The Rock, um, oh. which of course oh. absolute classic, and and Marnie, which. Um, one of my aunts had told me a few weeks ago it was good, but I just I struggled to get into it. Maybe it was just coming back off the rock, which is just so flawless a movie. What, <laughs> so what flawless, I like, what a piece of entertainment like is, that is. Oh, it's, it's gorgeous. What I like is that on Halloween, yeah, you decided to watch an Adam Sandler movie, Adam Sandler movie, but you didn't watch Hubie Halloween. I didn't watch what Hubie Halloween. What's Hubie Halloween? I tell you what, it's not bad. I've watched half of it. It's it's, it's standard Sandler, you know, all the old faces. Oh, is this up. that like that it's like, the new Netflix movie? Yes, I have seen the trailer. The trailer for that really quite annoyed me, so I have <laughs> I almost like purged it from my memory. But okay, I'll two give it minutes, a go. Like two minutes in, my wife turned to me and went, "Is he going to do that voice the entire movie?" And I, thought, <laughs> I thought, based on Sandler's track record. Probably yes. Um, if you've watched Little Nicky, um, Billy Madison, he stops the voices, but he does do them for quite a while as well. Um, what's the other movie where he does? Oh, um, Waterboy, where he does. Oh the, yeah, yeah. Waterboy. What was the? What was the? De- There's a devil one. Isn't Little Nicky. That's Little right, Nicky. That's I Little could watch. Nicky, yeah, yeah I, I was almost going to watch Little Nicky again yesterday as a palate cleanser after Uncut Gems. Because Uncut Gems was a stressful movie. It isn't it's it so just... stressful, isn't it? Yeah. I, did, I, I didn't... I'm never going to watch it again. It's yeah. too, it was too hard. I, I, I don't know. I, think I could see myself watching it again one day. I did enjoy it. And I thought... I yeah, did but you're I someone he... who's bloody enjoying a pandemic, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if enjoying it's the right word. Making would... the most of it. Tell your face that, mate. <laughs> yeah. I would watch it again. Yeah, absolutely. Big old smile. Laughing emoji on his face. Um, I would watch it again with somebody else to watch their reaction. Because... Yes. Right. Yeah, for for me, I it was just... You literally just felt like shouting at this bloke the whole movie. Just oh, yeah, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. Don't do... <laughs> Come on. Yes. You got it now. No. Like, it was... But not just, not just him. Like, the amount of people he's got walking up to him all the time, either demanding something that he owes money to, that are trying to get rid of it. He, like, for him to get from A to B, there are so many other obstacles of just other mm. people coming up bothering him the one I, I started yelling at just people i was just like go away like let the, <laughs> let the story move forward let this guy have five minutes of peace 
So uh, for, for listeners who haven't seen Uncut Gems, just give a quick brief um, synopsis of it, Pat. Adam Sandler plays uh, a jewellery dealer who is trying to... Um, he's got like a, a big score in the works. He's trying to make a lot of money off this special opal that he's found. But the whole movie is like he's he's got money out to all these different loan sharks. And, and sharks is the best word for them because they are, they are circling yeah. the whole movie trying to trying to get like there's people he owes just a very little money to that he's just like pulling fake Rolexes out of his pocket and he's just like here take that that's 20 grand go away yeah. um, it is a it is a stressful film as this man's trying to hang on to some sense of control of his life it's such a claustrophobic film oh, yeah it's, and it's just it's so noisy yeah so, so loud but the score is great the score is it's, very it's, quite trippy I really like it. It's incredible. It. Like the, I think the film's incredible. It's just uh, just because it's great doesn't mean I enjoyed it. Yeah, it's uh, not true. a pleasant experience at all. Like some bowel movements. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> some of them are great. Doesn't like, mean you genuinely enjoy them. U- like unique pieces of art, <laughs> but they're very painful. Um, so I'm going to bring up a film that all three of us have watched this this month. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we Tom actually we might as well go through your entire list. Yeah. Because uh, there's the film that all three of us watched, uh, but you also quite enjoyed Before I Go to Sleep. Yeah. Now, as I said before we recorded, it's only just a list. Yeah. It's one more than just writing a name of a film <clears throat> down. Well, I've, I've watched a lot of half films, but a lot of films that I've seen before. I watched David Copperfield halfway through that. Um, I watched halfway through um, uh, The Gentleman. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, I started watching that with Elsa. But nice. yeah, I've just not finished a lot of movies. Um, and then obviously I started watching Hubie Halloween, which uh, is another Adam Sandler film, um, but was pretty enjoyable. I really enjoyed it. But um, yeah, like I say, the voice is, you go, do, do you need to do the voice, Adam? But uh, it is very <laughs> standard Sandler fare. Like if you enjoy any of Sandler's previous movies, um, you you will enjoy that. If you don't enjoy Adam Sandler movies, you will just hate it. So just don't like... Um, whereas I'm very much on a scale of like I love I think I think Sandler's best movie is probably something like uh, Funny People but I really also enjoy Fifty First Dates um, so Wedding that, Singer? Yeah it's, it's alright it's yeah. not one of my favourites Really? Yeah. Have you guys seen are, the um, Those two are standalone I think The Adam Sandler or the Sandler Family Reunion sketch on SNL <laughs> Oh, was it all his characters? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. where Jimmy Fallon turns up, that's quite funny. Yeah, and they're all just doing, like, nonsense talk. A lot of them are doing the Billy Madison, like, like, the whole way through. It's just, it's so annoying, but so funny. It is so funny. There's a similar one with uh, Jim Carrey as well that's worth watching. Yeah. And one of his uncles is just the mask. It's quite funny. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, so Tom, you watched Before I Go to Sleep in brief. You, you look, it looks like you quite enjoyed it. Yeah, it's quite short. Um, good. Really good actors, Colin Firth, uh, Nicole Kidman, Mark Strong. Um, it felt like it could be a, a play because it was one of them ones where it was, there was not much um, movement between uh, scenes, but it was very, very enjoyable. Um, probably forwards might be a bit strong, but um, I really enjoyed it at the time. Um and yeah, I would I would recommend if you just want like ninety minutes uh, of a film where it's just a bit 
you know, the pacing's really good. Uh, sure. The acting's really good. Um, yeah. Well, in terms of in terms of rating system, sometimes you've got to go with your gut. And judging by some of the texts I received from you this week, I'm I... I'm guessing we're going to have a conversation about mm-hmm. yeah, uh, well... star ratings. But we can talk about that later. Let's. We all watched the new Borat film this month. Yeah. I think it goes down as um, possibly the worst sequel of all time. Um, oh, I'm I not going to sit that. here. Listen, I'm not going to sit here and tell you guys why you're wrong. I'm going to sit here and tell you why <laughs> I'm right. Right. So, <laughs> so Borat, when it explodes um, all those years ago, was just one of the funniest experiences I've ever had at the cinema. It was so so funny, and straight away into this movie, I realised I was like, well, the jokes run thin. The idea, obviously, Kazakhstan's a backward nation. Yeah, we get that. You, you did that in the first film. The relationship with the daughter, I found the daughter was the, the best thing about the movie, but then she was annoying in places. But then especially Borat's interaction with her, because you, they were, obviously, they did that in the first movie with him and the the uh, agent manager. Yeah. But here, I just was like, the, the whole film was a complete mess. It was leading up to this one moment which had been reported in the press, admittedly not the, the movie's fault, although it technically was helping to sell the movie. But then when I watched it, I was just like, there was nothing there. There was nothing in that thing. I, I, I just, it, it, none of the, it wasn't funny. Um, I watched a 43 second clip of um, Sasha Baron Cohen in character as Country Steve, uh, escaping from that music festival. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And in that 43 seconds, I was more gripped. And I, I thought that 43 seconds was better than the movie. I was watching that going, oh, God, yeah. And it, I just, I, I, it was just completely pointless. I just thought Borat is such a fantastic character and brilliant in the first movie. And then maybe times have changed and moved on. But I just was watching this character going, I don't, I don't find you funny. A um, little bit offensive in some places. Whereas, obviously, <laughs> a little bit. Did you find a little? Did you find Borat a bit offensive? Though? Which, no, which like, bits? Whoa, I don't know whether that's I've moved on, or you know, I mean, I don't know whether that's me that's moved on, or what. But you know, when you just go, it's like you know, he's trying to dupe, dupe people, and so those yeah. two pe- those two Republican geezers that he gets, and they're like, he's like, oh, well, can I stay at your house? And they're like, yeah. And I'm just kind of like, so the kind of the jokes on kind people that take you in that just happen to have different political views. Yeah, their views are skewed and all over the place, but I didn't get the joke then. And then the babysitter, mm. who's just the nicest person ever, and it's just like, oh, she's been duped as well. Um, you know, I just, I didn't know where the jokes were. I didn't know where the laughs were. Um, I thought it was yeah, a mess. I think, I, think there was, I think there was heart to the film. I mean, it's not, by no means a perfect film. Uh, by any stretch, utter, I thought, but I just thought it was fine. I mean, I'm, I, but I'm also someone that like I wasn't blown away by the first Borat film. First of all, because like the big set pieces in that film, I'd seen twice before. One on the English LEG show, and then he did it again on the American LEG show, and then he puts the same sketches in the film Borat, and so yeah. I was a bit tired by the time the film had come out. Now having you know whatever it is like fourteen years gap between the two films. I found like the like the typical Borat stuff, like the jokes we've all heard, like Hrum and things like that. I was like, mm, fine. Yeah. And then some of the set pieces, like the ball, r- their dance at the ball really mm. made me laugh. It was so disgusting and so awkward and so funny. 
And then also, I just thought there was like a bit of heart. There was a bit of a, you know, uh, a heart to the film that I quite enjoyed. I liked the message of the film. I like the heart of the movie. Like, I thought the heart of the movie was the kindness of some people. Mm. <clears throat> the babysitter. And that's, that's turned out like she's had a $100,000 donation to her church. I thought the two old ladies in the temple... Like the th- they, those were the things I enjoyed most about the movie, and I got a couple of laughs out of it, like the haircut scene where he just keeps yes. snipping off bits of his hair and then showing the hair to the guy, <laughs> saying, "Is this okay?" <laughs> I, I thought that was like I got enough laughs out of it. I'm not going to say it was great because no. I don't think it was, but I don't think it was a particularly bad film. I I just thought it suffered from the problem that all comedy sequels suffer from, which is just diminishing returns. It is we've seen it all before. What are you doing that's new? Yeah, the new stuff with the daughter was fine. I thought she was a great actress. Mm. Um, but it was just... Yeah, I've seen it all before. That doesn't mean it's a terrible movie that I've seen it all before, because I liked it first time round. Still like it second time round, just not as much, because I've seen it before. So I gave it... I think I gave it three. Yeah. Yeah, you did give it three. I gave it three as well. Um, mm. I would say it was the best Sasha Baron Cohen movie I saw last month, because I also watched The Trial of the Chicago 7, which um... was... I'm sad to hear that's bad. I wouldn't say it was bad. It's just like it's back. It's not as good as Borat. Sasha Baron Cohen's accent is better in Borat. Just because Joe doesn't like it doesn't necessarily mean it's bad. Good point. That's also true. You might love it. Um, Good point. But uh, no, it's it's like it's it's just fine. But Sasha Baron Cohen's American accent isn't good, and he's given too much dialogue, and that takes you out of it. And then also, it's just a bit. Corn. But it's an Aaron Sorkin movie. So is it Aaron yeah. Sorkin corny? Is there good Aaron Sorkin dialogue? Because that's what I'm hoping. Yeah, there's for some great there's some great bits of dialogue, but as once again, Shashi Baron Cohen's American accent can last for a few lines. If you give right. him a big old monologue, it's very distracting. Ah, okay. <laughs> Do you guys ever watch a movie when there's British actors in there doing an American accent and you start watching the other actors thinking they're gonna twig in a minute? <laughs> they go, hang on. <laughs> Uh, why are they not I smell a rat. <laughs> <laughs> I, when I watched The Revenant, I was like, they're all British. What's, you know, you got Will Poulter, you got um, Dominic, Donald Gleeson, he's Irish, you got Tom point, Hardy. Why has no one noticed? <laughs> Leonardo DiCaprio's too busy getting attacked by bears. Well, yeah, he's off, he's no off getting... American. I mean, that scene like, goes on, doesn't it? Jesus. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, but Pat, what else did you watch this month? Uh, I watched a couple of movies. I watched uh, a few a few other Hitchcocks, uh, Rear Window and Vertigo, that I'd never seen before and really enjoyed mm. them both. You um, did. <clears throat> Terry Gilliam's The Man Who Killed Don Quixote, which is the Don Quixote yes. movie he's been trying to make for almost 30 years. Yes. Um, famously, a uh, story of a, a, an old attempt famously told in Lost in La Mancha, a documentary, a behind-the-scenes making-of documentary for a movie that never got made, which is quite a good documentary. But he's finally got the film made um, with Adam Driver and Jonathan Price, and I wanted to love it, and there is a lot mm. in it to love. The, it is a gorgeous-looking film. The performances are all great. The set pieces are all all work. They're not. I wouldn't say action scenes, but like the main sort of excitement or Don Quixote trying to be chivalrous. Like the huge scenes all work. The movie's just very slow. The pacing is incredibly off. I wanted to give it four, but I could only give it three. 
but there is a lot in there to love. So I would still recommend that if anyone, especially if anyone's a Terry Gilliam fan. It's um, just the way he makes movies. Like the, he's got such an energy behind the camera that comes across on screen. You can tell he's loving the movies he's making, and that's sure. quite that's quite enjoyable to watch. Plus, just in this, everything's so like formulaic. In general, in movies, you, you never really get that much surprise. To see something that's very just unique and different, and a movie can take a turn 20 minutes in, and you can suddenly go, oh my god, what, what the hell is this that I'm watching now? It's just quite um, interesting to see something so unique. So sure. that's good, I'm glad he's still making movies, and I would st- I'd still recommend it, but it's not my pick of the month. My pick of the month would probably be Rear Window. Um, yeah, yeah I, I saw that you watched that. Didn't we want? I thought you'd seen that. No, never seen it before. I thought and we of course, watched it for media, didn't we? Yes, I thought we watched it when we were seventeen. Because <laughs> I, I bought the DVD when I was seventeen. Yeah, was... as did I. No, I didn't. I'd never seen it before. Pat didn't do his homework when we were doing AS levels. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, you... well, that got me. <laughs> <laughs> well, now you got. Um, now it's you understand the Simpsons episode, don't you? <laughs> Yeah, yeah exactly. well, that's the thing, because it had been parodied so much, and there was a recent Family Guy episode, or recently, it might have been 10 years ago, but there was a Family Guy episode that um, did it as well, and just seeing it in like, other sketch shows and stuff, I was so aware of certain plot beats of this movie, but mm. even with that, I didn't know how it had turned out, because you are still, the whole time, going, is he just going crazy in his apartment, thinking his neighbour's killed someone, or has his neighbour killed someone? And yeah. I never actually knew how how it was re- resolved it was funnier than I expected it to be it is a great script there are some real like snappy cracking lines of dialogue um, yeah so Rear Window is my, my pick of the month and if I had to give you an avoid it would probably be Mortal Engines that movie about uh, uh, it's in the future and all the cities are on wheels and mm, they swallow yeah. up other cities that sounds that sounds bad crazy that sounds like it could be some fun in there and the first five minutes are fun when you've got one city chasing down a small little town the rest of the movie is so boring and nonsensical there's for some reason a zombie assassin in this movie that that raised the main character but then she left him like he was a babysitter for her for 20 years she left him and and he's like I was going to turn you into a zombie so now I want you this is all going on while the engine like the city stuff is going on and then there's this like new weapon that's like a turns stuff into a black hole it is is nuts it's like just strip some of this back and just tell one story I didn't like it I mean well yeah your your list uh, for last month is sort of it's two films that I wanted to see when they came out, but put off because of bad reviews. And you're just confirming it. So Mortal Engines, I really wanted to see because the trailer looked insane and yeah. it got me excited, but then it got poor reviews. And Kid Who Would Be King, I like Joe Cornish, but no one's really given it a great review. No, I, again, that's a, movie, that's a movie I really wanted to like as a follow-up to um, Attack the Block. But other than the last... I would say the last 20 minutes of fun, where there's a big battle in a school... But other than that, it is the King Arthur legend not particularly done in a fresh or new way. The fresh new way is that it's kids. Mm. But other than that, it is it is not it is not young adult. It is a kids film. It is a very mm. kid orientated film. Mm. Um not much in there for people over the age of fifteen, I'd say. Which is a bit of a right. shame. Uh no, it's, it's fine, isn't it? Yeah, it's I mean it's harmless. There's that's nothing fine. But it's just, it's not great. Those, those are my uh, movies. Well, uh, uh, wait, you know what my avoid and go see is? 
Yeah. So, Joe, talk us through this decision of yours. Uh, well, I was there. Uh, well, hot take. Uh, just 20 years too late. I watched Memento for the first time. Oh. Which I adored. But I'm sure pretty much everyone has seen Memento. I why, why does it take you so long to watch Memento? That sounds... It's the it's Joe Power. It's a Joe Power classic. It is a Joe Power yeah. classic. I should Holding, have seen it. Yeah, all over the place and... Just one of those ones. Just one of those ones that always slipped me by. It was always... It was. I had the DVD for years. It was just sat on my shelf. Yeah. Just never... You know, it's got... It's got one, it always had one of those DVD covers that you don't want to stick in. Like Dead Man's Shoes. You never wanted to stick that in. But then when you watch it, it's, oh, wow, this amazing film. Yeah. Do people need to... I'm judging books by their covers here. You are. Um, I think Memento's got a great DVD cover, the Polaroid pictures. Yeah, but only what? when you know what the Polaroid is. Yeah, once you've seen the movie, but it's like, yeah, yeah I've only seen these Polaroids. Yeah. Um, I saw... Um, I didn't... I only gave it three and a half, but it was just such a nice experience because when they announced that they were shutting all the um, Picture House and Cine Worlds, I went to uh, the Picture House near me uh, to watch uh, uh, Memories of Murder, uh, Bong Joon-ho's first film. Yeah. And it was it was just a nice experience. It was a good, it's a good film. Uh, it's like you can see he's going to become an amazing director after this film. Um, and it was just a nice it was nice to go into the cinema knowing that I wouldn't go back for a long time. Um, <laughs> what? That's a weird. It's nice to go in knowing I won't be back. No, as it, yeah. that's like your last day at school. <laughs> nice. Yeah, exactly. Summer holidays. <laughs> I went into my own clothes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I, but I think um, the one the thing that sat with me the most. Uh, I mean, you can argue whether it counts as a film. I think it does. Uh, David Attenborough's Life on Our Planet on Netflix, the feature I length. Think, I think that counts as a film because I, I'm pretty sure what Netflix are going to do is limited cinema release in the right places. I think they're pushing to get Atten- Attenborough an Oscar. Ah, uh, okay. Well, yeah, because it, wa- it was on, actually, in Greenwich. I didn't go to see it, but I know it was shown at the cinema. Yeah, um, so I, I think that counts as a film. But it's, yeah, it's stunning. It's, it's so worth your time. It's on Netflix. Give it a watch. Uh, the film I didn't enjoy, and I, I have a feeling there'll be an argument here because of text mm. messages I've received from Tom. Uh, I, uh, I watched History of Violence. That, I think that was on iPlayer. Yeah. Didn't like it. I really don't understand it. A, no, I can't. I can't I, wrap my I can't, head around it. You know, I, I can't. I can't quit you. Like, what's <laughs> <laughs> history? But it's a really good film. Like, it's it's intriguing. Uh, sort of, you it unravels. Um, good action scenes. Great uh, premise. Yeah, great premise. Lovely the, the initial, the initial um, fight in the restaurant. Mm. Very well done. Very gritty. All I will say is Ed, there is one... Ed Harris is very good in Ed it. Ed Harris, very good. Uh, William Hurt, very good. Uh, Vigo does a great job. Helm yeah. in the film. There's a one weird sex scene, I remember. I remember even at the time watching it when I was... Mm. We must have been eight. I was thinking, that's unnecessary. Um, like, really yeah. unnecessary. But that aside, I thought it was a really decent movie. Like, I think... Not, it's certainly not one thriller. that's... It's certainly not one... Like, Borat seems to have split opinion... Mm. Um, there's it. I've seen a lot of one stars for Borat, 
But History of Violence, I think it's is generally accepted as a a decent film. I think I think you're the only person I've ever met that's gone. I really took against it. Just, just one of those things. I think. Uh, I think when you watch films, um, one the proximity to other films has an effect. So because I watched Memento not long before watching that film, that would have an effect on my enjoyment. But also because the film came out in like 2005, since then those kinds of films have been, you know, those films are made a dozen a year of those. And I think they're better now. I think, I just don't think it's aged that well. I think had I watched it with you guys at the cinema, had you invited me to the cinema that time, probably I may did. have really loved probably it. Did. Probably did. Probably did invite him. Yeah, we invited him. It's probably in his college years where he's off being a college boy. Yeah. <laughs> well, it would have been 2005. Yeah. Been a Smoking rollies. <laughs> Smoking rollies, being cool before the Strictly era. <laughs> what happened Strictly to you? Years. Yeah. <laughs> um, I just think, I'd, uh, I just, uh, I like the whole, you know, I love it. I love a, I love a scene set in an American diner. Mm. Right. Yeah, he loves a diner. I like a diner. Check. Love a diner. Um, you they ask for the check uh, in, in diners. You haven't seen, there's an episode of Archer that begins with uh, Archer's like lost his memory and um, he suddenly thinks he runs this diner. But the diner he thinks he runs is Bob's Burgers because the voice actor who oh, voices brilliant. Archer is voicing um, Bob from Bob's Burgers. So the first scene takes place in there, in the Bob's Burgers uh, restaurant. And then these government agents come in to try and take him down, and they just do the history of violence like fight where he's like smashing the guy's face on the burger grill. That's that's all fun, and that's making me. Whenever I see that, I'm like, yeah, history of violence is a good movie. But you're making me want to watch it again because it. I don't think I have seen it since I saw it in the cinema. But Please, it's something I've just I'd, widely... I'd like to know what you think about it now. Yeah, because um, you know, it may have just been. It may have been my mood at the time. Uh, I may, you know, I watched it on. Um, uh, you know, I wasn't able to watch it on my TV, so I watched it oh. on uh, a computer. Oh, uh, no. I can't judge that. That's, 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 that's your just, fault, uh, not the film's fault. What are you doing that no, for? No, I know, but it's like it's a Sunday night. I was just, I was just enjoying oh, on a, a Sunday. Film. Oh, I, I, was, I was watching <laughs> yeah, it on but, my know, phone while I was on the loo. I think, <laughs> didn't I think, think it Tom, was all that. <laughs> you, Tom, you probably would have enjoyed Borat more had you, A, watched it in one sitting and B, watched it with some friends. Because I watched it on no. a Friday night with no, some beers no, and a takeaway. It would, it would, it would, nice. it would, it would, it would, we'd, I would be staring at those friends and they'd have been staring at me going, what is this? <laughs> and then, so did you do that thing where you're laughing and what, turn around to see if everyone else is laughing or no. they were laughing, they turned around, looked at you and you felt you had to laugh. You no, don't much have to like, like this podcast, I'm the only one laughing. You don't have to like <laughs> films just because other people like it. Yeah. You can go your own way. Remember when yeah. you sang that yes. on stage? Yes, and I, it was aimed at you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. I. I think um, I will never watch that Borat movie again. Um, it was yeah. It was a horrible, yeah, horrible experience for me, and probably will stop me from watching much of uh, you know. Uh, the the previous Borat movie or the Bruno movie. Um, Thing is, I don't know when I would ever have watched the original Borat again, anyway, because it is so sketch based. I might yes. just like mm. YouTube a specific moment, but I don't mm. think like the plot 
is so secondary to what's actually happening on screen. Like, the enjoyment is not from the plot, it's from the individual moments. So I probably wouldn't have watched Borat 1 ever again mm. anyway. Unless, yeah, I, I again, I've... unless I was showing it to someone who'd never seen it. I've always thought that the Borat film was overrated because I don't think it's a great film. I think it's a, a bunch of exceptionally written jokes, exceptionally written set pieces. It's not in terms of a movie. Mm. I don't care about. Oh. Is it Pamela Anderson? That's rubbish. Yeah, I oh, always thought but, Bruno like, the was jokes funnier are anyway. Great, because Bruno, what you're going after there is like the whole fashion industry, and that's like Borat. It's like what are we doing? We're exposing America, and that's something that I that, that didn't. Um, was a little too uncomfortable with the second one for me was it's we've spent the last four years sort of at times seeing the ugly side to america so i don't need borat going in and going hey guess what some people in america think it's like i know what some people in america think uh, like it's been all, scene, all too real the last few years yeah. the scene in the original borat where him and um the guy and his producer have a, a naked fight throughout the lobby and yeah. there's a shot in the lift where it's just them two and then the camera pans and there's an, just a random guy, I think, in the cinema. I, I, I just remember that such a visceral reaction. I was yeah. actually hurting. And I always think that back to um, Austin Powers and the spy who shagged me. Now, people might say Austin Powers um, is dated. But whenever I think back to being in the cinema laughing at that Jerry Springer scene. Yes. Yeah. Oh my it, god! That will always stay with me. So, regardless if I watch it, and I don't laugh as much. But I would just think about how and the scene where he's bouncing the the, globe. the ball, the globe. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. my Maybe god! Those were the two things. I think they're my first memory of crying in a cinema oh. with laughter. I watched all three of those again recently, and I, I don't know who's saying they're dated. Like they obviously are dated, just because they're they're old films now. But there's still yeah. there's still enjoyment to be got out of those. They're still Good. very fun. Mm. Nothing Even the else. third one. You are boring. I, I have, I've w- only watched the third one once. Yeah, the cinema. Third, yeah, third one. I don't think I even see it. Saw it at the cinema. I um, yeah, I saw it quite late on and was just like, ah, oh, it's fine. Yeah, but the second one. I mean, the first one was, but I think because we could see the second one at the cinema, that yeah. was made it so special. I really wanted to see the first one when it came out, but it was just a bit too old for us. I had to wait and watch Same. it. And so when the second one came out, I, was, I just remember just being so excited. In fact, in fact, I, I, I hadn't because we went to see the second one for our mate Archie's birthday. Mm. I seem to remember, uh, and I hadn't seen the first one. Oh really? So all those, so all those jokes that were repeated in the second film, they were fresh to me. That nice. was all brand new. Nice. It's just anyway, a... right. Okay, so yes. this month, <laughs> uh, right, my pick do watch that uh david attenborough documentary on netflix it's brilliant and um i mean watch history of violence i i won't watch it again but uh everyone else loves it i will watch it again and i will uh i will retrospectively i will review it there you go okay <laughs> <laughs> i'll watch more Lovely. movies this month i think what's your count you go, what number moment? are you up to tom 82 Oh, you're fine. 82. Okay, yeah. yeah. Okay, I would say, uh, instead of History of Violence, because I think people see, think I'm wrong on that, Greyhound, the Tom Hanks film he did for Apple TV. Uh, nah. Never, never even heard of it. Rubs. No. What's the running time? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Yeah, I don't mind that. 
<laughs> that it. should be that, Tom. I tell you what, I'll tee you up again for that in a minute, and then yeah. I'll say and cut. That's a good way of ending it. So that's, that, that's the strong. Uh, yeah, that's the best bit so far. That's the strong we should, have, we should have ended there. Should have started with it. <laughs> <laughs> right, film to watch, film to avoid. Pat, uh, film to watch. Rear Window, Hot Take, 1954, great movie. <laughs> film, great, to avoid, great film. film to avoid, Mortal Engines. Uh, doesn't live up to the promise. But watch the first five minutes, get some fun out of that, then turn it off. Sweet. Thomas? Uh, Before I Go to Sleep or Hubie Halloween, if you can stomach Sandler, um, uh, film to avoid is Borat's. Uh, oh, yeah. You watched you watched two films last month, so that was that was nice and easy. Right. Uh, oh, oh, by the way, guys... Um, I watched uh, I watched that film uh, Greyhound uh, on uh, Apple TV. It wasn't very good. What's the running time? <laughs> hey, Tom, you're great and cut. <laughs>